0: So I want to show you 12 month performance over two different periods of 12 months just to show you how big a difference even a couple of months can make if you started say a couple of months a couple of months late or early now you'll be familiar with what I'm going to show you first and foremost which is this one our 12 month approved list performance the 12 months to november 2021 because i've shown this before and 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 mentioned it and there's a 53 percent return of the stocks which are on our approved list to be on the approved list they'd have to be value growth income cash flow all the things that i always mention momentum dividend deals consistent outperformers of the market okay so we get that that was 12 months to november what did 12 months to october look like what if you started one month earlier, as it were, okay, and finish therefore one month earlier. So there's a two month difference between the 12 months to October and 12 months to November. How much of a performance difference was there? Would it have been 53.4%? Remember, you would have picked a different list of stocks, some of them might have overlapped, but you would have picked the October list, which will be slightly different to the November because time progresses and we update the data and the information each month. So how would that have looked? Well, you'd expect me to do some kind of big grand reveal of that, and I will, and you'd probably expect me to say, oh, well, it's even better. Well, actually, is it even better? Am I teasing you? So that's 12 months to October 2021 from our approved list of stocks. What indeed happened? Was it exciting? Or wasn't it? I know, I'm teasing you. It was 35.9%. wasn't actually as great. Hang on, Alpesh. What you're saying is, if you started one month earlier and finished one month earlier, i.e. 12 months to October, so there's a two-month difference, yeah? One month earlier, started one month earlier, finished. There's a 35.9% return, but it was 53%, and that's just a month difference. Yes, that's what I tell people, yeah, when they say, oh, it's only a month. Well, actually, it can be a 20% difference that's massive why was that well earnings figures companies all sorts of reasons so let's break that down shall we let's break that down into what that number is actually composed of well these were some of the best performers and that's the easy bit well great upish yeah tell us the best performers yeah 179% why didn't i just pick those then well i didn't know they'd be the best ones i knew they they were part of that approved list but i didn't know they'd actually turn out in the case of MC Saatchi, to be the best. If it did, I would have just picked that and nothing else, for goodness sake. What about the ones which were up 50 to 100 percent? Sorry, these were all up over 100 so percent. You got the names over there. Do they have something in common? Not really. A mixture of sectors. Okay, there's some in construction, but there's also oil and gas. There's media. I mean, that's you can't say it was sectoral. You can't say it's market cap. If I knew those things, I would have just picked those. The ones which generate fifty to one hundred percent, yeah, you might say, "Oh, construction's coming in a bit." Okay, fine, but that's not the thesis. Remember, these were all picked on the approved list based on value, growth, income, cash flow, momentum. Okay, all of those uh, factors. And if you look at distribution of all the ones we picked, including the ones which went down, there were very few which went down. You can sort of see them over here, on that side of the bar. But the whole point of picking any filtered list, which is what we do. We filter from 10,000 stocks down to the top you know, 100 odd, the top, what is is that, 1%. What we're trying to get to, what we're trying to get to is make sure, and you do end up, funnily enough, always with a bell curve uh, distribution, is that we get a right-hand tail. In other words, a lot of big movers. I wish we only picked those and nothing else, but you can't get that level of resolution. It's why Warren Buffett doesn't just have one stock and and that's why people say diversify just in case you don't get that one and you end up here now the odds are in your favor to get a good return because look at the way that distribution of stocks and their returns are distributed so the odds are in your favor to pick any number out. so imagine putting your hand into a a a bag and it's got stocks out of this list well you're bound to get well not bound to you're not guaranteed and that's why people say there's no guarantee in the stock market but you've got a high probability of getting a good return, but you don't want to risk it on just one pick. You want to try and get 15 so that you hopefully get a good mixture of these. And should you have been unlucky and picked just one, it won't be too. it uh, uh, it'll get sort of diversified away. That's the reason why. Now, if we break down all those stocks, that's our entire approved list on 1st of October, 2020 for the 12 months to the end of, and that should say actually to the end of uh, September. So it's 12 months. Uh, up there. Okay. And that was the price performance. That's what happened, right? There were some relatively few, which were negative. Okay. And there were some, uh, well, a lot, which were positive there. Okay. Right. You can see it there. were positive over there. And that's what you're after. That's the whole point of investing and filtering. That is the whole point of investing and filtering. What you're trying to do is trying to get the smallest possible group you can, ideally one, but that won't happen, smallest possible group, the highest probabilities of getting an outsized return by removing all the bad stuff. And even then, one or two bad eggs get in there because you can filter, 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 but you'll still get something getting in. Even though you use the same criteria for all of them, which is valuation, revenue growth, Cash flow growth, dividend yields, consistent outperformance, low volatility, et cetera, et cetera. So I just want to explain that's my process. Have a look at my campaign for a million.com to follow me on Telegram and see some of the free resources, download a copy of my book, all those kinds of lovely things, which I suggest you ought to do. Uh, But I'm on a campaign to teach a million people how to be better investors, understand the markets better, because after all, it's your SIP, your pension, uh, your retirement, your children's inheritance, which is all dependent on the stock market, because that's where your pension is invested. So hopefully you will have got something out of this. Follow me on LinkedIn if you're not already doing it. Like I said, campaignforamillion.com and you'll find all my uh, free resources and tools and and everything else. And get in touch if you wish. Uh, Email me, send me questions. Thank you very much.